Welcome to another exciting podcast episode of the decline and fall of America. I am your worldwide podcasting host, Charles Factor, broadcasting live from the Foggy Mountain Studios and the Great Misty Beyond. Today we have a fascinating subject for discussion. We're going to be talking about how the United States educational system is failing and is now falling behind the rest of the world. This is very serious. It's an important topic. I mean, clearly, I think everyone knows that our education system in the United States is floundering. But what you may not know is the education system in other countries every year gets better and better. So as ours is getting worse and worse, theirs is getting better and better, and the gap is growing. This is based on an article that appeared on March 26, 2023, in the online source called The Balance. And the title of this article, which I will read to you, is, quote, the United States educational rankings are falling behind the rest of the world, unquote. So let me begin discussing the article, and afterwards we will discuss it. Quote, the United States isn't investing as much in human capital as other developed countries, and its comparative advantage is falling behind as a result. United States mathematics skills have remained stagnant for decades. Country is now falling behind many other countries, which have greatly improved, such as Japan and Poland and Ireland. United States test scores are now below the global average. Quote, the United States now placed 11th out of 79 countries in science. Quote, the top five math scoring countries in 2018 are now all in Asia. Quote, United States math scores have remained steady since 2003. And our science scores have been steady since about 2006. Quote, the World Competitive Center reports the United States now ranks 10th in its competitiveness report. But as early as, as recently as 2018, it used to be in first. Quote, the program for international student assessment is administered by the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, and it tests 15-year-old students around the world. The United States placed 11th out of 79 countries in science when the test was last administered in 2018, and it did much worse in math, ranking 30th. Quote, the United States scored 478 points in math below the OECD average of 489. That is well below the scores of the top five countries, all of which are now in Asia. Singapore was first, Macau was second, Hong Kong was third, Taiwan was fourth, Japan was fifth. China wasn't even included in the rankings. Quote, the United States scored 502 in science, slightly above the OECD average for countries of 489. But the top five highest countries in science are now, number one is Singapore, number two is Macau, number three is Estonia, number four is Japan, number five is Finland. It's clear when analyzing the U.S. results that the scores have been stable over time, but there's no sign of improvement. There's no detectable change in the scores in math since 2003 or science since 2006. Quote, these low scores mean that United States students are not prepared to take high-paying computer and engineering jobs, which now often go to foreign workers. Silicon Valley is America's high-tech innovation center, but one reason for its success is the diversity of its foreign-born software engineers. Quote, many companies simply outsource their tech jobs overseas, but the result is the same. 
There are now fewer high-paying jobs going to American citizens because they're not qualified. Eric Hauschek, an economist from Hoover Institution at Stanford University, estimated that the U.S. economy would grow by 4.5% in 20 years if our students' math and science skills were as strong as those of the rest of the world. But this statement would likely come to a shock to many Americans who believe that their students' skills are already among the best in the world. Some Americans see no problem with the state of the U.S. educational system. Nearly half of those who were participated in an Associated Press poll said in 2008 that American student achievement test scores were the same as better as those in other industrialized nations. But 90% of them did not recognize that education helps economic growth. The United States now ranks near the bottom in a survey of students of math skills of of 30 industrialized countries. But many Americans are in denial. The same survey showed that one-third believed that their own public schools were excellent, but only one-sixth believed the same of the other schools. The states that are the poorest have the lowest education scores. The cycle creates structural inequality. The World Competitive Center now reports the United States is 10th in its competitiveness report. It has fallen and fallen and fallen. The seven-point tumble to 10th place represents the lowest the United States has ever been in the ranking system. Quote, how much does the United States spend on education? Well, the numbers from kindergarten through high school spending reveals the United States spends $14,891 per public student per year, which totals $762 billion. So there you have it. There you have it. That's the article, most of it. And you can read it for yourself online. I gave you all the information to find it. But basically what it says is our scores in math and science are unchanged over the last 20 years, while countries in Europe and Asia are getting better and better and better. We are stagnating. And it's not for a lack of income. We're spending almost $15,000 per year per student in the United States on public education. That's as much as college costs. So we're spending more money than ever, but we're not getting any better results. It's not a lack of money in the system. Education system is overflowing with money. But the results aren't good. Now, why is this? Is it because the students aren't as bright as they should be? Is it because our teachers aren't as bright as they should be? Is it because our school year is only 180 days long? Everyone else in the country works 310 days a year. Teachers work 180. Schools are open 180. It's a part-time job. They're only open part-time hours. They're off for three months over the summer, a couple weeks over Christmas break, another week over spring break. It's 180 days a year, while the rest of our economy works 310 days a year. Other countries keep their schools open 310 days a year. So other schools have, other countries have full-time schools. We are operating on a part-time school system. Now, you may like it or not like it, but that's the facts. So it's not a lack of money. Maybe it's a lack of time. Maybe our teachers and students aren't spending as much time in the classroom as they do in other countries. Whatever it is, we're falling further and further behind in math and science. And I can tell you this, I've traveled this country. I've been to the Research Triangle in the Carolinas, where it's the Silicon Valley of the South. And I can tell you, most of the workers down there are foreign-born. These are the computer scientists, the computer engineers, and they are from overseas because the U.S. 
Students are not good enough in math and science to get these jobs. So the corporations are looking to other countries to fill these positions. And these are high-paying jobs, but they're not going to Americans. So what does this mean for our country? What does this mean for you and I? Well, it means we're paying an awful lot per student, 15000 a year, in the kindergarten through high school educational space for part-time results because our schools are only open part-time. And our students aren't competitive anymore with the rest of the world. They're falling behind. We're not getting our money's worth. That's what it means. Now, you can decide whether or not you want to do something about it. I don't know what I could do about it, but at least I'm bringing it to your attention. Our failed and corrupt political parties don't talk about it, but I do. So here it is for you. You can make of it what you will. What do we do with the fact that our public education system is failing us? It's not giving us the results we need to stay competitive, and that is hurting our economic performance. How do we fix that? Do we raise teacher standards? Do we go to a full-time school year and get rid of the part-time school year? Do we set higher expectations for students in the classrooms? What should be done? What does this mean for the decline and fall of America? I am your worldwide podcasting host, Charles Factor, broadcasting from the Foggy Mountain Studios and the great misty beyond, wishing you a great day.